0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, no freedom, no purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church family. Great to have you. Happy Memorial Day. You probably recently celebrated or in the midst of it. Hope it was a good one. I'm here with the lead pastor, Kevin Eshelman, How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well. How are you doing?
0: I'm um, well, thank you. It's good to be with you, as always. Uh, you know, we're, we've we had a fun last two weeks at Effort Community Church where we where we spent some time talking about the SEND. Uh, I want to talk about that for a second, and we just celebrated the graduates. I want to talk about that for another second, mm-hmm. but just a reminder, the SEND is a chance for our church to be able to network with what we believe is a larger regional thing that's going on to be able to accomplish for. well, first of all, to motivate and then accomplish four missional outcomes. You're going to hear a lot more about this when we come to August and the actual SEND event, what's called the Stadium event, takes place. But we're also going to provide four different missional ways for you to get involved when it comes to that. So we just want to celebrate the SEND and what it's doing among area churches. And I'll have to say this. Two weeks ago, we celebrated graduates. I'm still talking about how special that weekend was. Uh, And Kevin returned from, (coughs) as you know, he was speaking at West Green Tree uh, Church of the Brethren, so we had a chance to debrief about that. So even to talk about that a little bit, what do you think about the
1: youth? Oh my goodness, it was fantastic. Uh, so it's great to see them come to a place of maturity. One of the things I have faith for, both when it comes to our students as well as with our children, yeah. that yeah. they can lead us. Like there's things, you know, we're not actually expecting them to follow in our footsteps. Mm-hmm. If it's a foot race, we're expecting them to pass us. Mm-hmm. And then we can actually follow them and and learn from them. Mm -hmm. And I think actually that Sunday, that weekend, was an example of, like, they led us. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't uh, between you and I and everybody else that's listening. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. Let's face it, uh, sometimes a youth service can be a little bit condescending.
0: Yep, a little patronizing. Uh, I call it. Patronizing. Yeah, That's exactly. a good way of putting it. Yep.
1: Like, okay, well, isn't that sweet? Yeah, bless They're their nice. hearts. Bless yeah. their little yeah. hearts. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bless their teenage hearts. Mm-hmm. That was. This was not. that. Oh no, man. <laughs> no, this I was.
0: You, you heard me talking about it in the review. I will have to say it's probably the best youth-led yeah. weekend service I've ever been a part of, and I felt not just led. I felt inspired in a spirit of prayer. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. many young people? And I said this uh, last week as well. Like, some youth groups focus on let's just keep our kids from sinning. Others focus on let's have them do missions. Others, uh, local service. Others get into worship. To have a youth group that focused on prayer and believing yeah. God for previous yeah. promises made for a year. Yeah. W- that's one of the reasons why it was so rich on Sunday and so many people got invited in. The ground had been saturated with mm-hmm. their own prayers. Anyway, super It commitment. was wonderful. It was oh. wonderful. Yeah. I felt led by yeah. youth, and yeah. that is also something we pray about. One thing we do in our pre-service prayers, if you have never had a chance to be a part of our pre-service prayers, it is its own little mini-service, in my opinion, mm-hmm. from 5.20 to 5.40 on, um, on um, Saturdays, and then, of course, 9.20 to 9.40 on Sundays. Uh, it is a moment, and we regularly pray in that time for our children, youth, and yep. young people, the promises that are over them, and I have to tell you, to see them praying for those same promises. Yep. It was just was really wonderful. That's so. exactly right. Yeah, so I have to say, kudos again to graduation. Uh, now, naturally, Kevin has just spoken on um, reengaging with the Seven Signs series, yeah. Seven Stories of Belief. We want to chat a little bit about yep. why we even decided to go into these seven miracles that John records. Kevin, what was your thinking? Yeah,
1: well, um, yeah, as we were mapping out the year, and uh, we're going to walk with Jesus through this year, and we think about some of the main themes of his teaching, his, uh, the prophetic ministry leading up to his ministry, uh, the ministry before he selected the 12 disciples, uh, the parables of the kingdom, which we'll get to a little bit later on this summer. But then we had this, the miracles. Like I'm thinking about, how do you manage all the miracles? Well, as I began looking through the four gospels and seeing all the miracles that are there, it's mm-hmm. overwhelming. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many there are exactly. And exorcism, uh, yeah, everything. If, this, yeah, you're yeah. using the
0: word miracles, we're talking, Supernatural, supernatural acts encounters. outside of uh, out of the norm, man. It's yeah. all
1: over the place. Yeah, you would be preaching for years, and Probably, so, it would be fun. <laughs> and it would be. And the thing is, like, how do you how do you um, you know, bring that as a topic without feeling like you're neglectful? And that's why I came down to the idea of the Gospel of John mm-hmm. because John specifically wrote his gospel to simply say, okay, here's these seven signs, these seven miracles, and as he says in John chapter twenty verse 30 and 31 I have written these things down he's and he even it's almost like he took the same attitude that we had yeah. like wow we can't cover it all so these seven so he says in, in John 20 I've written you these seven because there's so much I could write but yeah. these seven so that you believe and by believing that you would have life that's right Man, and
0: and don't get me cranked up, but you just did. When it comes to the book of John, I am always amazed by the angle he decided to take, and and so John's writing much later. He sees the rise of Greek thought in the church, Gnosticism, etc. So he decides to state deity claims, and we've already already talked about this. John has Jesus making more deity claims than the other three gospels combined. So John very much, by the way, Paul's been already martyred 30 years by the excuse me 28 years I believe by the time John's rating this gospel. So you're talking about this is a seasoned senior leader in the church, yep. last of the apostles, yeah. rating this story. And here's what I find wonderful about John. He only picks seven miracles. I don't yep. know about you. You want to prove to me someone's deity, show me more and more miracles. Right. John picks <clears throat> seven select ones. Yep. But one thing about the book of John he places them in the lifestyle of a God coming among us. Like yeah. John is one large phenomena of Jesus yeah. and seven seven miracles. Um, and uh, and I want to just go back to where we started three weeks ago on this. We did water to wine. Isn't anyone find it interesting that John chooses that for the first? And even Jesus saying, Mom, my time's not here yet. But So even the beauty of the first miracle is what I call... God pivoting yeah. because of a human need. Yeah. Right? And and it's a what a beautiful commentary on God Among Us. I pivot to yep. meet you where you're at. Even, even the first miracle. Yeah.
1: And even not a life-threatening human need. No. <laughs> well, Bridezillas can be pretty scary, you're dude. I don't right. you know about you. I've seen some. They can go crazy.
0: But just to be able to sit and say, this is the first miracle. Because I, I was talking about this with the Connect group that I'm a part of the other week. Why not, ch- he doesn't even do the Gerasene demoniac. Come on, Legion <laughs> doesn't make the top seven, yeah. but water yeah. to wine does. There's something yeah. that tells us about our God in that.
1: And there's one thing I would point out, just simply from uh, the past weekend, from the second sign, which is John chapter four, um, which is the, um, the healing that mm-hmm. occurred. And in the very first part of that passage, which I believe is verse 46, it simply says, Jesus returned to the place where he turned water to wine. So it's the same area. In other words, this miracle of wine making created a stir. Hey, did you hear what happened? Hey, did you hear what happened? Did you hear what happened? And so Mm -hmm. faith comes by hearing. That's right. So the the story was beginning to get told so that when this man had a son who was sick, he could say, I have heard that this guy can do more, that he meets needs. And so the element of faith comes by hearing. So when you think about we're constantly sharing testimonies, we're just talking about the good things that God does like we have to recognize how um, simply the communication of the good things God is doing creates an atmosphere in which God can do even more yeah you so he went from a party theme sorry yeah don't please. mean it disrespectful to this boy was dying and got raised up
0: that's right in the same region <laughs> I like to think that all those things can happen in life a good party and seeing the moves of God in resurrection <laughs> but I, I will have to say too that um I was talking to someone. matter of fact, uh, earlier this morning, I had uh, breakfast and then a little meeting with two people who are considering the HarvestNet School of Ministry for next year. And the question you oftentimes get is, okay, what are the outcomes? What's, someone, what's different about someone at the end of a concentrated training time like that? And I said, probably the number one thing that I've noticed is confidence to walk into a situation and see what God's doing, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the boldness <coughs> to join what God's mm-hmm. doing, not just be observational. First to discern, yep. then the boldness to join yep. is probably the number one outcome. And that is because you've seen God do it enough. You see the consistent faithfulness of God showing mm-hmm. up. Yep. Um, faith builds, right. and then you can step toward it, which builds faith more. Right. And so I think I, I am right with you in that, that idea that because the word spread about the wedding, you then have Jesus being able to come back. And uh, minister even yep. in a more powerful way, the <clears throat> resurrection of, yep. uh, of some sorts, you know, a healing, um, uh, a pronounced healing at the very least. But anyway. Uh, and a love couple it.
1: challenges about that story from that passage was there was a new level of faith required. Yeah. So I think in the water to wine story, the faith was they filled it up to the very brim, like there was full on obedience. This man came to Jesus, my son's dying, I need you to come and heal him. Jesus says, go ahead, your son's fine. Mm. Think about the faith element. Like he went to get Jesus, come to my house, Mm -hmm. lay hands on my son. Jesus said, no, he's good. Mm -hmm. And the man needed to turn and walk away. Mm -hmm. Like the faith action that was required for him to say, I'm I'm taking you at your word. That's exactly right. And you know,
0: I love how you point out the brim. Another thing I noticed in the water to wine healing is that Jesus says, bring me the ceremonial jars. He doesn't Mm -hmm. say bring me the empty wine jars. Yeah that were emptied by the party for the last day. He says, no, bring me the ceremonial, and what the imagery there of, hey, your old thing isn't gonna meet your needs like the new thing can. And even then, when we're told about the synagogue ruler's child, whether it's Jairus, or even stories like we're reading about this last week, it's, it's Jesus reminding us like, the power isn't in the synagogue anymore, or in the yeah. temple anymore, yeah. it's, I am here among you now, right? God, you know, and I have the, I'm carrying this authority. And it's just, it just gets me excited that Jesus is politely overturning our old systems of how we think yep. things work, yep. right? And he's doing it politely but firmly. Right. Uh, he's asking you for more as he shows it to you. And that one of my favorite sayings, this last week it was from Dan Golnick, our pastor of leadership development, who said this, Yeah, it's possible that many people in our churches today have been educated past their obedience mm-hmm. level. Yep right? And um, I just want to say this, man, I would rather have less and be more obedient than more insight and less obedient, yep. right? And that is another one of these images is coming up that people are, are obeying God, believing and trusting God and seeing things yep. happen because yep. they're stepping out and trusting in faith yep. that something's going to go down. So we could go on and it's on. It's
1: exciting. <laughs> it is. And hey, by the way, what are
0: some of the other miracles <clears throat> coming up? If we, Let's rattle them off
1: here. Um, well, what's interesting that there's two healings. So of the seven... Two of them are about healing. Mm-hmm. So that intrigues me. So actually after uh, coming out this coming weekend, actually Barry Whistler is going to be sharing about that. Yeah. And uh, I'm really grateful that Barry has taken that topic because healing is, a, is something that Barry has carried for uh, okay. decades. Yes. So um, that may be a little bit different teaching than mine or yours. Yeah, or, I'm going to be
0: doing walking on water, which you're yeah. right. Not healing, but certainly yeah. uh, Jesus' preeminence over... Yeah. Uh, The systems of this world, for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's interesting that there's, you know, of all the seven, you would almost think, okay, I'm going to strategically pick different ones. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one coming later on uh, in June, which is um, the man that was healed that was blind. So then we have another healing that comes back around with that.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot of, it's going to be a lot of fun to reflect on which ones were chosen or why. And again, let's go back to where we started John gives you healings as signs that Jesus is in your midst, that God's in your midst, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And may that always be here, even at Effort of Community Church. You know, we have seen an increase of signs and wonders oh my in our Yes, Revelatory gifts, healing, deliverance. Um, I, I've been able to witness it firsthand. And I tell you, the, the key thing that I walk away with, and I want everyone to walk away with, is surely there's a God in our midst. Mm. And he wants to know us and we want to know him. Yep. Um and I just want to commend the elders and the and the leadership in general for creating a culture of expectation, but expectation unto glorifying God yeah, in the midst yep, of these things. Yep, and exactly. then I believe attractional and fragrance coming off of us will be so natural. Yep. It's gonna be powerful. Yeah. Exactly. It's gonna be good things. Okay, any other any other such remind folks up as we're climbing in. Kids camp is coming up in the month of June. Would you be praying for the over three hundred and fifty children are going to be gathering here for a week. And maybe pray even harder for the volunteers. For the,
1: for the adults that will be surviving. <laughs> exactly year, right. And, and thriving.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, <clears throat> Jesus rallies too. Yep. We highly encourage you to go to the events page of the website. Check out the Jesus rallies. are kicking off anything you want to add on that, because that's kicking off, I believe, uh, Just simply, yeah, it's a week, week right?
1: from Thursday, I believe. And, and uh, so just keep in mind, that's out here on this campus right here. There's going to be plenty of parking around. A um, little bit of a different environment than last year, but hey, we're just building upon that and and going for the next level with that, what God's
0: gonna do here. You're here, well, hey, we hope you, hey, get back to your Memorial Day or get back (laughs) to getting caught up on all this thing you didn't do at work because of Memorial Day, having it (laughs) off, whatever it is this week, we hope it's a wonderful one and we hope to see you this weekend. Take care. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us effort